Welcome to The Creative You, a podcast where we look to uncover the importance of creativity both inside and outside of the classroom. Your hosts for this episode today are Nicole Charles, myself, and Kier Fay. And our episode today is about incorporating creativity into the ELA classroom. But before we get into specific examples that pertain to the ELA classroom, it is important to define what creativity itself is. Creativity in itself is quite a broad subject. While it is easy to look at creativity as a particular skill and assume that if you can draw or you can sing, then you must be a creative person, the reality is far more complicated. Creativity involves cognitive processes that transform one's understanding of or relationship to the world. For adults, it can be very difficult to be creative but children are predisposed to develop their creativity because they ask questions, they're open to learning, they're imaginative, and they don't feel embarrassed by novelty since everything is already new to them. This is why as educators, it is so important to support the development of creativity in the classroom from a young age. If students do not practice being creative as children, they will have a much more time, more difficult time developing this skill as they age. There are also several benefits of creativity for students that include that creativity develops lots of skills like problem solving, critical thinking, and confidence in their abilities. Additionally, creativity is the highest order of thinking according to Bloom's taxonomy. And therefore, we as educators should always be striving to have our students reach this level in the classroom. Further, embracing creativity in the classroom is a great way to challenge the notion of static learning. Static learning is the idea that there's merely one correct way to solve a problem or come to a solution. So what does creativity actually look like in the classroom? To educators, creativity in the classroom means the ability to try new things and include students in the decision-making process, allowing children to think, plan, and learn from each other, being able to give meaningful assignments that, show, that allow students to play to their strengths, and harnessing student curiosity into learning opportunities. So how can we encourage creativity in the classroom? What kinds of activities should we as teachers be planning to encourage creative thinking from our students? We will look at some examples of how to do this specifically in an ELA context shortly, but here are four general suggestions that can apply to any subject area or grade level. The first suggestion that we have today is to focus less on the reproduction of information and more on critical thinking and problem solving. This will lead students to think more creatively about problems in the world and in their own lives and potential solutions to these problems. The second suggestion that we have is to plan cross-curricular activities, such as painting murals that depict biological food chains or acting out plays about historical events or writing poems about the planets. After all, the world doesn't come carved up into different subject areas and using cross-curricular activities in the classroom prevents students from having their thinking trapped within disciplinary boundaries, which kills creativity. The third suggestion that we have is to pose questions and challenges for students, but also to follow up with opportunities for solitude and reflection. This provides time and space to foster the forging of new connections, and this is so vital to promoting creativity in our students. And finally, the fourth suggestion is to celebrate and reward creative thinking when you see it happen. Do not punish students for not doing something the way that you personally would do it, 
or the way that other students in the classroom have done it. If a student approaches a problem in a novel way, that is a really exciting thing and it shouldn't be punished. Finally, it is important to have your classroom be a safe and inclusive environment where students feel comfortable taking risks and even failing sometimes. If students don't feel comfortable in our classrooms with us as teachers and their fellow students, there is no way that be, they can be creative because being creative involves risk-taking. So now I will turn it over to Kier, who's going to talk about some specific activities that we can use in the ELA classroom to foster creativity. Great points, Nicole. So I'm gonna share with you guys now some activities that we can use to enhance creativity in our classrooms. I'm gonna share four great activities um, that will ignite students' creativity. Hopefully you enjoy them, learn something from them, and even incorporate them into your classrooms. So the first activity is called alternative film clips. For this activity, we would have students create an alternative soundtrack for a film that transforms the tone or mood of the film. Think classic Romeo and Juliet compared to the newer version starring Leonardo DiCaprio. That change up of actors and storyline allow them to tell the same story, but in a completely different way. We essentially wanna do the same thing with our students. So to do this activity, we wanna ask our, ask our students to identify the tone or mood of a particular film and then modify the audience's experience by choosing a different song. Think about the iconic ending of The Breakfast Club and how different the mood would be at the end of that movie if Don't You Forget About Me wasn't played, but rather a student-selected song was played. The soundtracking the moment challenges students to consider the original intentions of the film while also finding ways to manipulate the effects that music can have on the audience. Another spin on this assignment would be to have students create a soundtrack for a novel or book that they are reading in class. This would let students be completely original with nothing else to compare it to. They would have to come up with songs that fit the theme of the book. We can encourage students to think about the place that the book took place, what era the book was written or took place in, what music would the characters have liked. Um, this activity is a great uh, fun creative way for students to gain a deeper understanding of the text and the characters within it. Sticking to the same theme of music, we can have our students create a biographical playlist of songs to demonstrate a deeper understanding of the life of a famous person. The playlist would require students to learn more about the person they chose, their life experiences, and even the era that they lived in. The goal of this playlist is to interpret the life of the subject through a musical lens. So students will need to identify lyrical, tonal, or thematic connections between, between music selections and the history of their chosen person. This activity can be used in different subject areas by changing the person who is chosen. So maybe you assign for the playlist, all your students have to create a playlist for Rosalind Franklin's um, in biology. The possibilities are really endless. The playlist challenges students to make connections between seemingly unrelated contexts. Rosalind Franklin and music, how do I make that work? So it requires students to do biographical research and pushes the students to think critically about the relationship between and individuals, youth experiences, and adult achievements. Crafting a playlist based on these understandings demands that students take a deeper look at the music that they know and listen to and apply it to solve a problem. It may also make students venture out and listen to new music. 
The final product for this assignment would be a five song playlist of Rosalind's life with written explanations for each song and why the student chose it. The students will have to be very creative in demonstrating how the song they chose relates to the person of choice. The last activity that I wanna share with you guys before we go, um, it's fun, is fun for everyone. So we're planning a party. This is a great activity to use for a novel study. So we're gonna ask students to create a party for the characters in the book. For this party, they have to take into account invitations, food and drinks, a menu, theme, decorations, dress code, and even entertainment. So for example, if we were reading The Great Gatsby in class, I would have students create a party for these characters. They would have to take into account the era, the place, the characters. What type of party would these characters throw? Would they have a ball or would they have a small gathering? This activity really is allow for students to understand what life would have been like for these characters. Um, what would they have eaten? What would they have worn? What would the entertainment have been like at their party? So I hope that you enjoyed these activities and I hope that you are able to utilize them in their class in your classroom. This episode's sources were Intention, Critical Creativity in the Classroom by Amy Barville and Dan Ryder what creativity really is and why schools need it from theconversation.com and the importance of fostering creativity in the classroom from medium.com. These can all be found on our website. Be sure to check out the next episode of Creativity in the Classroom. Thanks for listening.